everyone. Welcome back to the Alti No Shade podcast. We are just giving you our opinion, but we absolutely mean no harm. This is Elle. And if you can point to your toe and touch your knee, that's me, Tony. And of course, this is your boy, Jay Noetic. Hey. So, how are you guys this week? Good. It's been good. It's been, a, it's been a good week. It's been an interesting week, to say the least. I ain't gonna lie, I've been stressed as hell. What well, you stressed about? So I was yeah, we know you stressing out about <laughs> that. We know. I'm dealing with like personality, 50, like 50 personalities. I feel like you lost a little weight. I, I lost weight. Stress will do that yes, to you. All right. My week was great. I was sick. So I've just been sleeping. I saw your um your pictures on on the on the book with the infusion. I brought uh, some pills. Anemia is serious business, y'all. Right. I'm gonna just let y'all know. I get hooked up to an IV and get iron infusions every three years or so. Yeah. Is that why it's always so hot to stay up in here? <laughs> you so rude. <laughs> you are so rude. It is not that hot. So you're like close to the third year. It is pleasant. In here, what are you talking about? I do keep my apartment at 79 degrees mm. normally. I bring it down for you guys. I dropped 79. it down to 76. So, oh, Jesus, you're welcome. Last year, I couldn't tell because it was, it was hot. It was, I mean, it was cold, so it was, it was needed. Yes, I'm, we greatly appreciate today. Is, yeah, be more appreciative, Jay. How about that? I'm working on that. Today is hot as hell. It's hot. Yeah. Are you serious? That's why I was being it. But you mean hot outside or hot in here? In here. I'm freezing. <laughs> Whatever. It's you know okay. what? It's okay. I'm over y'all already. Get out of my house. <laughs> All right. So let's get into the first segment, which is who am I? Oh, man. So hold on. So last week we did pretty bad. Last yeah, we week did. you did terrible. But in our defense, you didn't really give us many hints. Okay. So I'm going to need to give us like a couple more hints. This time. Oh. Tony, you ready? I'm going to try this time. That was, that, it stumped me, too. I don't even think I said anything. All right. We're going to get it to sign. All right. I'm going to give you as many hints as I possibly can without right. giving you the person. All right. You're ready. So this person in the last couple of weeks had a complete and total breakdown. Okay. It is a female. Another female. She is a singer, and she broke down on stage. Mariah Carey? Mary J. Blige. No. Oh. No. She did have a breakdown. That was a while ago. She has sisters. Tony Braxton. Oh, yes. Nope. What? <laughs> Damn. Uh, she's sisters. going through a divorce. Her husband is allegedly Cole. abusive. It's a singer going through a divorce. And she has siblings. She has siblings. One of the and names the you breakfast. said was close, <laughs> but not that. <laughs> so it wasn't one of the so, names I said or he said? So it's got to be one of the Braxtons. Maybe Tamar Tamar Braxton? Correct. (laughs) (laughs) Turn up, turn up. You get to drink your drink. (laughs) So Tamar Braxton had a complete and total meltdown on stage to the point where she sat down and like just gave up. And Tony Braxton being the living legend that she is, came, hugged her while she was clearly having this breakdown, took the microphone and started singing her own little la 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 while Tamara had time to compose herself. Apparently she was having a wardrobe malfunction. Mm. And I think, you know, sometimes when you're at the end of your rope, it doesn't take very much to put you over. And it literally just, she sat down and you could tell she was having a complete and total meltdown. Like her face said it all. So kudos to Tony Braxton for being that. 
big sister that comes and saves the day and gave her some time to compose herself. And Tamar Braxton, I hope she works through what she's working through. But I've always loved Tony. Why well, yeah, you gotta look like, like Jay just looks yeah. so happy now. That's how you feel about I Tony? Love I love her even more now. Seven whole days. Hey, hey. Not a word from it's no more grown music. <laughs> nah, not ever. It stopped, man. But that's what's up. I didn't know that. I mean, I, I'm pretty uh, bad at social media and watching videos, so thank you for the information. But You're I'm welcome. glad I got it right. I'm I glad. So Jay's on the oh, board. You Jay's on the board, Tony. Let me get a little sick over here. So no pressure or anything, but you know, the loser. You know, Jay. Jay said it last week. He was the king. One for one. All right. So let's actually get into it this week. You know what we talking about this week? I do know what we're talking about. What we talking about this week? We're talking about racial marketing blindness. Ouch. It's a little serious topic this time. It's a little serious. It's a big serious. serious, A little big. Well, you know, it's important because this stuff seems to keep happening over and over again. Yes. Let's just talk about 2017 alone. Like, there were like three or four times when these huge companies would release ads that were very racially charged mm-hmm. and people felt some type of way. So we have Nivea in April who did the white purity ad. Yep. Um, where they had this white woman, just her back, and it said, the underneath it said, keep it clean, keep it bright, don't let anything ruin it. So it was marketed to a Middle Eastern um, demographic. Really fun, guys. Thanks for that. We also have the infamous Dove campaign in October where they have the uh, chocolate lady who takes off her T-shirt and then all of a sudden... She's white. She's a white <laughs> yeah, she's a white woman. So that was that. And then obviously the most recent one is the H&M that actually happened in 2018 where <laughs> exactly this cute little boy who looks really mad at the world, but maybe he should be because of his shirt, has a sweater on that says coolest monkey in the jungle. In the jungle. And obviously there was a lot of backlash, a lot of uproar. So what are your thoughts about these companies and their inability to be sensitive to the people they're marketing to? I, I personally don't understand why they keep making these mistakes. You would think that it's an obvious situation to consider when you're making these ads. Why they keep doing it, I I personally feel like, one, there's not enough diversity on their team to help give them the feedback. But do 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 they really need to have diversity on a team to understand that you can't put a little black boy or any black person in a sweat, any kind of clothes that says cool monkey in the jungle? That seems like common sense if you know the history of of, of marketing or just in, in general in the world, right? I think you do need that uh, that balance in a in a room because most likely it's, it's a it's a it's a room full of people uh, on that marketing team and you just it, so you you when you once you have that 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 mindset of people in one corner you're mm-hmm. gonna get these type of things you're gonna get it at times and it, it just depends on who was in charge really that final say so that was that was just crazy. Do you think they don't they don't understand the situation or they don't care 
about I don't. Th- I, th- I don't think they care. The H and M one. That's how I felt about it. I don't think they really care. Whoever was in charge of that final say so mm-hmm. did not care one bit. I think. I think they care, but not to the full extent. So I think what happens, and I've experienced this. If you have, or if you're in a multicultural group, or where things get said, right? Mm-hmm. So people, you've. I don't know if you've experienced it, but I've had my friends who are Hispanic, but they're white Hispanic, mm-hmm. say nigga, mm-hmm. right? right? Drake says it, so I can say it too, right? Yeah. And so, or they'll make like funny black jokes, right? Like, oh, there goes L with the chicken. Right. And now I make those jokes as well, so because yeah. yeah. <laughs> quite frankly, I love me some fried chicken. Mm. I'm the stereotype. I love um, fried chicken too. Don't worry. You know, and so I think there becomes this little this looseness that happens, and they think that it's permissible outside of the realm of their mm. their small group, mm. and they start losing sight of that. Is what I assume. Where Where are they based out of? Who's that? H and M. Sweden. Sweden. Yeah, Sweden. So you, because uh, I think it was more of the Americans that I think got African Americans. It, it, it was. Do you actually, think that, that was they was thinking it was not going to reach over here? Well, I think they knew it was going to reach, but I don't think they understood it. The backlash or the the level of pissed offness that we have right, right now yeah. as black people in America. Pissed off to the highest of pissedivity. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like I don't think they actually understand the levels that. Right. That that is that exist in right now, because I mean most of the ads that have had issues have been coming from European the European side of things. I mean that even um, Nivea had a second offense when they had an ad of a black man who was clean cut holding the head of his former self with a guy who had an afro and a beard. Oh wow! And it said, "Re-civilize yourself." Ooh. Oh wow! You know, it basically saying. Wow. Look like you give a damn. Right. Now, granted, it was a black man, right. but are you, so now you're saying that an afro right. and a beard right. is not civilized. Right. Exactly. So again, like I don't, I don't understand. For me, it's frustrating because obviously I'm a black man. I have a beard, and we were just talking about this the other day. It's like um, when I do interviews, I worry about. The, the Caucasian person interviewing me wondering if my beard is too intimidating right. or if it's not right. it's not professional. Right. And so when you see ads like this, it, it brings up a feeling inside of you like, damn, like, can I not be me? Right. Can I not be my natural self without being, I, being judged? I, I know a few people that's battling UPS right now as they're drivers and they have dreads and mm-hmm. UPS do not want them to have dreads knocking mm-hmm. on people's door. That's another, yeah, I mean, thing, man. I, even for me as a female, when I started at the job that I'm at, I had relaxed hair, or I, my hair wasn't relaxed, but it was straightened. Yeah. I had a flat iron it every single day. And I decided that I didn't want to do that anymore, and I wanted to have my big, natural, curly hair like normal. And so I walked into my job with the fro, and honestly, my my people, my department, my group love it. They embrace it. They think it's fabulous. They always mm-hmm. want to touch it. Don't right. touch a black woman hair. Exactly. <laughs> Just let me throw that in there, right? But they want to touch it, and I appreciate the appreciation. But I did have, and it's funny enough, I had a black man tell me in my company that I should look more professional. Mm-hmm. What? And uh, He's not calling uh, his team. <laughs> and so, for me, that was your afro, your curly fro isn't 
acceptable, acceptable, you know, and so you need to conform to the straight hair, you know, very like European look. Mm -hmm. And that's just not me. That's not who I am. And I didn't want to be inauthentic. Do you think that we've gotten to a position or to a place where we as African-American people are too sensitive? There are times where I feel like black Twitter is blowing up something that probably shouldn't be a big deal, right? But I also feel like as black people, not just in America, but in the world, that we have earned the right based off the struggles that we've had as people to check every person who tries to pull some BS over our eyes, right? right. Um, we've earned that right. And if someone puts a black boy, a black man inside a lawn, uh, a washing machine comes out as a Chinese man, we have the right to be upset. Exactly. This is what a Chinese company did last year. Like we need, we, we got to check people because we don't check them. Then who will? And I think it comes back almost to the point where you were talking about earlier is that inside those, inside those circles, people feel comfortable saying what they want because no one is really saying, really checking them on it. Say, hey, that's not cool for you to say nigga. It's not cool for you to talk down about black women or black men, or whatever, you know? So that's how I feel about it. And it's definitely hard. Like, I won't say, because, like, I have taken the position now, and this has not always been the position I've had, where when a friend who is white-facing, who is Hispanic, I don't really get that with my actual white friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, they know better. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it seems to be, like, the Hispanic people who use the word nigga pretty, like, freely. And I've gotten to the point where now I do check them, but it is very uncomfortable, right? It does not feel right. It does not feel good in any of the situations, but I feel like for me to be their friend, I need to let them know that this is unacceptable because they're going to say it around the wrong person. But also, it's not okay. It's just not okay. And I think the idea, the pushback that I always get is, oh, it's in a song, or oh, it's like common saying, but I'm like, listen, and I I saw it. That's the excuse they're using now, the common saying. Yes, but I saw the best video uh, that explained this. It was a guy, I don't remember his name, but he was like, I go up to my wife, I call her honey. I call her sweetheart, I call her baby. Mm -hmm. If I were to walk up to some other woman and call her honey, sweetheart, baby, it would be a problem. It would, wouldn't it, right. right? Because we don't have that relationship. His wife apparently goes up to his girl, her girls, and goes, hey, bitch, what's up, bitch? You know, whatever the case mm-hmm. is. And he's like, if I were to do that, it wouldn't go over so well. I can't Absolutely. go. <laughs> As a man, I can't go up to some woman like, hey, bitch, what's up, bitch? Right? It's not going to be because we're in different groups. We're in different categories, right? Mm-hmm. He was like, it's the same thing that applies with the word nigga. We are in different groups. We're in different categories. Black people can say it. I'm sorry. We can. It's our word. It's the same way that a woman can say bitch and the same way that your you know, significant other can call you baby, but you best not have nobody else calling you baby. Exactly. It's a privileged group that can that is allowed or permitted to say. And so that is my like stance now. I'm like, don't say it. You're not in the group to say it. You can't say it. Let it go. But... I mean, let's be, let's be honest about it. White people... Not all white people, many white people feel privileged. They are privileged. They feel like they can have everything, say everything, and do everything. I think the same guy said, for once, here's something that that you don't have control over, that you're not privileged to say, but you're trying to find a way to say it because you want to have that control back because this control has been taken away from you, you know? And so... Again, I just think corporate America in general, though, can do 10 times better job at understanding diversity, understanding the history of certain ads 
in certain certain aspects as a black culture, maybe not just a black culture, I would say any minority culture that that struggles with. It's monkey, literally monkey yeah, right. in the jungle. Like it yeah. can't even. You might as well say Sambo. You know, like, who, who does not know in today's age that black people have been associated with, monkey. with monkeys in the derogatory yeah. sense forever. For <laughs> Ever. So in terms of the sensitivity, the reason why I brought that up is because the child's mother, which I guess her name is Terry Mango, came out and she goes, I'm the mom and this is one of the hundreds of outfits my son has modeled. Stop crying wolf all the time. Unnecessary issue here. Get over it. That's my son. I've been to all his photo shoots, and this was not an exception. Everyone is entitled to their opinion about this. I really don't understand, but not because I'm not choosing to. It's just my way of thinking. Sorry. So the child's mother sees nothing wrong with this. Listening to her, you would think there's no racism in Sweden or wherever she's from. (laughs) I cannot. People who say this is a post-racial culture, well, they used to say that when Barack was in presidency, but now yeah. that has completely gone away. Nobody says that anymore, thank God. That's yeah, the only clearly. the only good thing about Trump is that nobody like tries to lie about that complete and total bullshit that we are in a post racial society. No we're not. Racism is real, discrimination is real. People will judge you based on your skin tone. That is a real factual thing. We have a president not to get off topic. We have a president who literally said that he does not want countries from Africa coming in here. So we we have that to that level. It, it, I'm not surprised by these marketing companies or these other other uh, overseas country uh, places doing stuff like this. But it goes back to the other point also. Like the other girl, the woman who you spoke about, um, who took the shirt off and was a was a white woman after she took the shirt off and yes. ad. I read an ad. She basically said that it was taken out of context. The black woman. Okay. And she said basically that. While she understands both perspectives, every side of it, she sees how people in the United States can be upset with with what was shown. Mm-hmm. From her perspective, that wasn't the entire story. She felt pripped. She felt proud to be one of the first Black women to be presented in that company, in, in that company et cetera, et cetera. And so she didn't. She wasn't personally offended by the ad, but she understands how it how it can be. Yeah. So in the, so it's just young man's mom is not offended. And so if they're not offended, do we have a right to be offended? Absolutely. I, yes, we do. Um, I just, uh, stuff like that, how that happens, it comes from like some, like uh, one of those marketing people coming to you trying to give you some type of story to make you feel like this is okay, but you have to look at the bigger picture. I'm like, mm-hmm. what is the outcome of it? The final say-so is going to be the bigger picture, not you sitting here telling me some BS story to make me feel good and I'm going to forget about the racial topic that this can bring up and stuff. It's just, that's, it's crazy. So, you have to like look at. I, I just I don't know. You have to like look at that and just see see what's gonna be. As a producer, have you ever written a script or a role where a person came to you and said, "Hey, I'm offended by this" or anything? Uh, yeah, I had two people uh, uncomfortable to say a certain say a certain thing on both sides, as far as even on the racial side and the religious side. Okay, so, were so they minority? I, oh, they were. Uh, no, well, no, not minority. Uh, one, okay. all right, we use the word nigga, and it's actually a white man saying. Oh, gotcha. So he's, you know, he was very uncomfortable saying it. He was trying As to find. He should be. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me started. Right. Don't get me started. And so. Uh, but that was for a play, guys. It's different. <laughs> so 
couple times I let it like, all right, we'll we'll find other ways to go around it. If you're really against it, because you're that good, you know. So he found a way. He still pissed the audience off, so it's pretty cool. But some people do. They look at it like, uh-uh, I don't want to say that. You mm-hmm. know? So I have been stuck with that. It's definitely hard. I definitely think that at times we can be too sensitive. I'm looking at the new, the latest. I don't know if you've heard about this whole genuine um oh shebang gosh, yes. and i you know the trans people are very very upset and to me mm. i kind of think they're being sensitive but super sensitive super sensitive right but in response i think that that's probably how people look at us and just so you, if you don't know jenny wine is on celebrity big brother it's only in the uk and he was sitting down talking to this transgendered woman who asked him if he would date a transgendered woman he said no he would not he, well, she asked him if he would date her. And Hold he on, said... This, this genuine, you know, jeans genuine? Yeah. yeah. Like, let's do it. My pony. And so he goes, no, I would not date a transgendered person. And then she proceeded to try to kiss him and he wouldn't kiss her. And she stomped off and got really upset. Now, mm. what I, I have been reading both sides. So the transgendered people are saying that it is not okay it's not right he's being you know discriminatory against transgender people and you that it's not okay he's you know discriminatory a bigot whatever the case is mm-hmm. and then the other take is that this is this man does not require to accept that you feel differently about your gender than what you were assigned by mm-hmm. god or assigned by or just came in the world as you're you, right. if you're not religious and that he gets to make the right and who he wants to date and i i tend to side more with the latter me as a human being i get to decide who i want to date i can decide if i want to date white men or black men i can decide if i want to date only asian men or if i want to date men who or, you know, shorter than five foot five, which I don't <laughs> because I'm five foot five. I mean, there'd be at least we need to be eye to eye. Heightism. I got, I know heightism is a real thing. No heels. I got to be like, everyone gets to decide what their preference is. And so I think it's really crazy that these people are like, I can't believe he didn't kiss this transgendered woman and wouldn't date a transgendered woman. You can't force anybody to kiss anyone. Right. If I walked up to you right now and try to kiss you, you can stop me because you have that right. So just because it's a transgender person does not mean that he has to kiss that transgender transgender person. Like we have that right, right. and I think people need to understand that. He didn't talk bad about it. He who didn't. kisses strangers? <laughs> like really? Exactly. Exactly. There's mono. Mono is a real right. thing, people. First of all, there's mono, and there is the flu right now, and the flu is putting people down. It's killing people. Two man. weeks, like at least minimum. But either way, that's how people are looking at that situation as it's being overly sensitive, and that's kind of how they look at our situation in terms of this coolest monkey in the jungle, you know, sweatshirt. If it was a white boy who was wearing this coolest monkey in the jungle, would it be a problem? It wouldn't be. But that's because it doesn't have the same, same history. Yeah, or the same context. Yeah. Like, white people have not been called monkeys. Maybe scientists that say we are evolved from apes or whatnot, but in but not in a derogatory sense. You know what I mean? Like black yeah. people have been associated with monkeys forever. Right. It's like if alternative would be or the same thing would be if the a white boy had best cracker in the package, right? <laughs> that would be that's offensive. Yeah, you know? Yeah, I don't see why people don't see that being a thing. And also, the part that boggles me about this whole H&M situation, or even about this Nivea with the, you know, Purity and the Dove, Uh, by the time it gets to us, by the time it gets released, right, 
this touches so many people. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You have the director of the photo shoot. You have the photographer. You have the stylist. You have the parents. You have the people who are the support staff who's around it. You have the executives approving it, right? right. Then, then it goes up to the people who actually get to say whether or not this image or that image is going because they don't take one picture right they take a million pictures right. of a different million different outfits yeah. and then they decide later on which outfits are going to be the ones for the ad so this touched so many hands right. and no one no one was like uh, that's when it, it comes down to that one person that was the one bigot with the power that's what that comes down to. It doesn't, but does it come down to the bigot with the power, or does it come down to the people who know better and don't speak up? Don't speak because up. I've been there, right? right? I've been where I've had people in my life said "nigga," and I have not said anything. Right. So in that response, I would be the same. It would be the right. same thing, right? I yeah. got into an altercation because uh, you, you said, you know, we got to check people earlier. Um, I asked about it was about ten years ago, and I'm at a, a younger guy's party. He was like in their, their mid twenties, so and this is a white guy, so his friends are are, are mixed race. Mm. You got black, white, half white, half black, whatever. But the N word was all night, mm-hmm. all night, and and none of these cats, the way they were acting to me, uh, was not really what they were portraying to me. Is like they really want to be these street hood guys or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I grew up in the hood, so I, dude, this is not. This is not you. So, and I actually said something about after after hour. Why are y'all using that word too mm. free? You, it was only like one other black guy. Yeah. And I was like, you go let them keep sitting here saying that. You gotta check them, man. Right. You gotta check. And then one of the white guys, whatever he was, was like, "Nigga, you need to relax." What? Child. So. If y'all can see me right now, I right. understand. If you can see so Jay me, right now, he got all the way turned so up. Me, right uh, mm. You know. Like you know, everybody judges me on my appearance, but that that was not the case that night. Wow! So, and Tony's real light skin. He's a light skin <laughs> man who looks very calm and chill. If 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 you haven't seen him yet, I am calm and chill. It takes a lot for me to go. But that, ever, that got me I'm getting to a point where I see certain things, I don't really um, respond mm-hmm. quickly to it. Mm-hmm. Do you ever feel that you're not offended at first? Until someone else brings it up or takes offense to it, or takes it. offense to it, then you're like, hmm, that was offensive. That was offensive. For things like that, ha- it actually happens to me a lot, and I'm all about the tea, but I'm never about to change, <laughs> y'all. So, no but shade. I don't read stuff like that. I don't yeah. read my personality and the way I look at life. When somebody says something, they might mean it in a in a negative way it takes a like you have to be real apparent for me to actually take it negatively because then i just think you're you're speaking you don't really understand the context or the mm-hmm. what you're saying which is why i was so quiet when i had these people who were saying naked i'm like this is offensive but they don't really mean it right and i honestly you know the people who are in my life who are hispanic who are white i they do not mean it in a negative in way, a way right yeah. they real they're not the last thing they are is racist yeah. right but it's still inappropriate but I would just be like, okay, well, they don't mean it, so it's fine. And then I realized at some point I'm doing them a disjustice because they're walking around the world saying nigga, and one day they're going to get popped in the right. face. Mm-hmm. Or somebody, they're going to say it around the wrong person. But also, I'm doing them injustice because I need to make them sensitive to this issue. I need to make them aware of this issue. A lot of the times, people will say things, and I w- it won't sit well with me, but I don't react to it because mm-hmm. I just know that person doesn't mean it negatively. And I just wonder, like, if white people 
who are in, in the, charge, white the, the white people. I'm, I'm talking like Trump. The blacks. The blue. The, <laughs> the blacks. The, the colors. The colors. I can't. So the, the white people, the Caucasians, to be politically correct, that are in these positions. I wonder if they are afraid to check their friends mm. in the same sense. Because yeah. there's no way, there's no way that you're telling me that. There was no black people. That's what no I was saying. black people, or even that you saw this ad and you didn't go, hmm, hmm. that might be a little offensive. But that's what I'm just, saying. That's what I was saying earlier. You can be that. You can do that. You can be one of those people like me who hear people say things or do things inappropriately and you don't say anything because it, is uncomfortable and so my biggest thing is I'm not doing things or not doing things based on comfortability I'm doing things based on what's right and what's wrong and that's easier said than done like I had another situation um where I, I was actually a little nervous to check these these people using the n-word again mm -hmm. I had some Irish friends uh who actually brought in some Irish friends from New York and I'm hanging out at the house and everything and they were telling stories and when they tell stories about the black people they actually was nigger. I can't. And I cannot, so, Tony. Goodbye. Again, I sat there again. You know, I'm, I'm respecting this conversation. One, I was like, I, felt, I was feeling outnumbered. So I was like, I, I can't really, like, go in right now. We're always asking, right? <laughs> and so, uh, but I asked them, I was like, you know, why do y'all keep saying, and, and they put the ER on the end, which is a different. Wow, that's a whole right. <laughs> monster right it's there. Different. And I'm like, man, why you, like, I'm standing right here. Like, yeah. why are you using the word? Like, he like, that's he's like Tony. That's just you know. We, I don't think about it. Like that's just how it is. That's how we were raised. That's how we talk. Mm -hmm. So like, how do you respect that? Just because that's how absolutely it was like, not. Yeah. You were taught to be a racist, right? But in the same sense, you know, every now and then I do lift part time to make a little extra money. Okay. And one night I picked up this mom, a daughter, and this this other man. It was three Caucasian people. And they were they were lit. I mean, they were tore up from the floor. That's when it's gonna come out. And um, <laughs> the whole ride there, it ended up being like a destination of forty five minute ride. And so, but the young girl is tore up, and she's saying nigga this, nigga that. Stop. I lied to you not, not nigger, but nigga. Right, right. Like, like, and that's like, like homeboy, homeboy, this nigga right. kicked me out of the club. Da, da, da. I was like, so in my mind, I'm driving like, yo. Do I say something right now or do I just let it go? Right? And then the mom was talking the same way. I didn't say anything. When I got to the destination, the place that they live was straight hood. That's where they right. grew up. That's where you get it from. That was their demographic. Mm -hmm. That's how they spoke. Right. So now it's like, that's who they are. Yeah. You know? In my mind, I'm like, yo, no one should be saying this yeah. if you're not looking like me, but obviously all the other people that she grew up with and that she lives with, no one is checking her because that's the demographic that she grew up in. So I, I am guilty of not checking everyone because I think it maybe sometimes it does depend on the demographic. Y'all remember the movie uh, Django? Yes. Of course. You remember how many times they said the N-word? A million. <laughs> on purpose. Listen, uh, Norma Miller, uh, she is the queen of swing dancing. If you, I know y'all seen the videos back in the day with uh, mm -hmm. all the swing dancing in the 30s and all that stuff. She's the last living member of the Whitey's Ninja Hoppers. I actually had the privilege to bring her here to one of my shows. And we went to, uh, went to go eat dinner. And she asked me, Django had just came out. Mm -hmm. And she goes, have you saw Django? I said, yeah. She said, what you think of the N-word? 
I said they use it or not a lot. She, before I even finished that, she said they didn't use it a fucking enough. Wow. She's thinking that's how it is. That's how it was. Yeah. Wow. It's true. And this lady's 96 years old. Mm-hmm. And you're hearing this stuff, man, because that's just how it was. How it was. I mean, that's just how it was. And I think there's certain aspects of it. We have to just take a step back and let, let it go, unfortunately. And I, I know there's times where I see, I see things or, like, for example, with Donald Trump. I refuse to call him president. So Donald Trump, I'm <laughs> 45. I don't even want nothing to do with 45. I, don't even, I got rid of my gun. Like when, when he said, when he said, when he, when he's, I was numb to it. Right. Like I've become numb to so much of the racism. Do y'all ever feel numb to it, or do you continue to just? I do now it? more than I did before. You know, first of you got like I thought he used a, uh, a like a racial tactic just to get voted. Mm. Um, but now, yeah, I don't, I don't pick on no mind at all. I get all the little alerts. I hate seeing them on my phone because I just, ah, whatever, and keep on moving. I, I'm over Trump, <laughs> but I think you can get inundated yeah. with certain things that you're just literally, you're just. And I don't know if you've seen this, but did you guys see? I guess it's Love and Hip Hop Miami. I don't watch it. No. Unfortunately. So, I don't watch it either. But yeah, this video, I actually don't watch any love and hip hop. So, Read this girl, Amara La Negra, which is, um, I think that's her name on Instagram, she goes into the studio. She's freaking gorgeous. Oh, I've seen this video. She's insanely yes. beautiful. Like, beautiful. literally. She's a brick house. She is. Oh, yeah, I don't even like women, but I'm like, this woman is just don't beautiful. Don't kiss her, girl. <laughs> I kissed the girl, I liked it. Right, so she has a huge afro. She's super, sexy. super chocolate. Like, yeah. she's not light-skinned at mm. all. And this producer's literally telling her she needs to look like Beyonce. I mean, she's light in her skin. She needs to, you know, mm. get her hair straight. That, you know, she's too... Black, but because black. because she has her afro, she's too militant. Wow. She's too black. She's black power. But just because she has an afro, and that because of that, he doesn't want to work with her, or she's not approachable. Wow. And this happens all the time. Yeah. So I'm not surprised by an H and M ad where it's talking about monkeys in the jungle, and I'm not surprised What's about a you know a Dove article where it glorifies becoming more light skinned because. This is the this is what we're getting. Even if yeah. we're not even if we're not getting it directly, how many artists, if you look at when they first came out, are five times shader, like a five times lighter mm-hmm. shade than they were when they when they first came out. Now yeah. you know Beyonce love I am a Beyonce stan and I argue I all the, the time. One hundred ten percent part of the beehive. And I argue all the time that it's lighting, but if you look <laughs> at her pictures from when she was younger, she was much darker than she is now. So I don't know Just if her, I'm saying her lighting is improved. She's 30 now, so mm-hmm. you know she got the right lighting appropriate so that her <laughs> she always looks gorgeous and beautiful, right? Like Jackson. Um, mm-hmm. Exactly, the like, little kid. Little kid. Little kid. You have just in general. Oh my god! Oh my god. Get it. Five <laughs> cartel for all my island folk. I'm Trinidadian, so you already know. But like all these people are shifting, are changing, are getting lighter. 
just just subtly, right? So some of them are not as apparent, but just subtly getting lighter and lighter and lighter and lighter. And it is just approved. It's accepted. So do can we really fault these companies for having ads about being lighter when all their stars and people are secretly doing it? Like I go into Walmart right now and I can get fading cream, quote unquote, wow. which is really just bleach cream. Right. Okay. But these companies are the ones that, are influencing these celebrities and whatnot. Are so. they influencing or are the celebrities influencing that, right? There's a supply and demand. Well, I mean, if, if the celebrities are the ones that are influencing these companies, then they are brainwashed to not believe in self-love because the the skin lightening is happening worldwide. It's here in the United States. It's in the Dominican Republic. Republic. It's in India. It's in certain parts of Africa. Like... And so the issue is, it's a problem. But I've, I'm becoming numb to all of it. It's just like, and which is unfortunate because you don't want to become numb or desensitized to these, to these things. But when it happens so often, and when you see another black boy being killed by a cop, you just kind of go through the motions. So. All right. So I have a question. Just a quick question before we wrap this up. What companies, regardless of how problematic their ad is, would you still buy from them? I already know, Jay, who your uh, company no, is. No, don't, don't put me on blast like I that, already girl. know who your don't company is. Don't put me on blast. But yeah. who would you still buy? They came out with the same kind of ad as H&M or the same kind of ad as Nivea, but you would still be like, you know what? You gotta... I'm going to wear a hoodie when I go, but I'm going... <laughs> I'll be honest here. The one company that I would probably still buy will be Aldo's. I already knew. I love Aldo's shoes. That is my spot. That's where I enjoy going to. <laughs> and when I when I go to that store, I'm a I'm not even a shoe guy, but they have great right. shoes. The great shoes. And um, they always have good sales. So if Aldo, I don't know how they could fuck it up. So all they do is shoot pictures of feet and shoes. How does H and M mess right. it up? Well, they had, well, they had a shirt. They had a shirt. They had a shirt. Oh, oh, but they have accessories. No, they have accessories. You know, yeah. yeah, so I would. They could be a nameplate that says no. "Monkey" with a black woman. No, on man. I'll, I ain't gonna put that in front. I though. still be. I was still going there with a mask on, like Michael Jackson, right. and, My, and, and by. I'm similar to you. I, I love Aldo. Uh, Aldo, how you say? It. But uh, whichever we gonna get it right. Low. He's so country. <laughs> I can't with County. Contract. Okay. <laughs> Where are you from? I'm from Rochester. Where? Right what? Where is that? Right here. <laughs> I cannot. I'm so done. I'm done. I'm, I'm done. done. <laughs> <laughs> well, my my story um, is Aldo and Express. I, I love Express. I'm always man. in and out of there. I they. Love me some Express. I might have to like send my son like, hey, go pick up this. It just decides I need. You know. I'm sorry, so, man. Express pricing me out, man. I used to love. I it. go to Express at outlets just mm. so you know express the outlets has right. always done me better than any man has ever oh, wow i'm just saying oh, but good. h&m has uh lost my bitch because you know I, i'm getting ready for the show so I, every show i go out and buy an outfit like the day before yeah h&m is out now out they're out I'm are, gonna, they, going are they out indefinitely or are they out they're, they're out indefinitely like i'm gonna buy school clothes for my kids though it, it i was out of h&m when i went in there to buy a size 
40 size pants. I'm a 34 normally. Mm -hmm. And them shits were super tight. Right. Yeah, they do. They, I was they like, are, right. what? I don't like H&M because I can, like, the 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 sizing is so sporadic. It I is, can yeah. never figure out what yeah. I want to wear. So I don't want to have to get into the freaking dressing room for every outfit. I only bought a jacket and a couple of shirts out of H&M anyway. So yeah, I only bought I used to love that. It's not like a store. I, I have to go shopping, but I can ask you off my list, H&M. If G-Eazy is done with them, I'm done with In the weekend. I know. And the weekend. I would say for me, the two companies that even if they said something terrible, I would go, but I would secretly go and not be happy about it Man. would be Popeye's. Oh, Popeye's. Popeyes. I love me some Popeye's, y'all. I can't even. You, you know, it's funny. I'm a, I'm a, I got a coworker, right? And he, he's kind of known for throwing in racial, like, little sideways remarks. And one day he was walking, and one of my other white friends was by me. One day he walked, he goes, Love that chicken from Popeye. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it's Popeye's best spicy and then the chicken. Guy, he actually, it didn't even dawn on me that it was like a racial thing. I just thought he was singing a jingle. But he goes, nah, that was, he was being racist. <laughs> so he was going jazz. You know, Popeye like a, barely a step above churches. Churches, hot. Not mine. I'm, I'm going to leave it alone. Leave it alone. How do you get 20 pieces of chicken for five ninety nine? It's a problem. It's a problem. Kill in America. And I would have to also say public, so I doubt mm. Publix would ever do something as I crazy. I seriously doubt that Publix would make that. Publix is smarter. They are smarter than that. But I love me, uh, once again, wings. I love mm. me some hot and spicy wings from I Publix. I love their produce because it's super fresh. And I just like the atmosphere. I love that people know where the health things are. Their and stores so, is cleaner. If it's you don't so know what clean. Publix is, you are missing out. And I didn't know what Publix was until I moved down here to Florida. Yes, yeah. Publix Virginia. is in the south. Man, but have you, been to, have you been to the Publix in Hyde Park? Yes, the green like, line. The bougie one? Yes, like the buggy go up the elevator. I just, feel, I just feel like a rich, I feel like Mariah Carey when I go. Because <laughs> once I get that buggy, that buggy, and right. I put it on the escalator, right. and the buggy starts escalating that up. That freaked me out when I first I am, seen it. I said, y'all I am rich, bitch. I immediately. <laughs> Listen, man, look like okay. you are in the sunken place. Right. No, I am not. I have risen above. I am Maya Angelou, and I am a phenomenal, phenomenal woman. <laughs> Phenomenal woman, I Big for Publix. Send All right. Um, so moving on to the next segment of the show mm -hmm. is actually kind of one of my favorites. It's what is your ish? What is so, fellas? I'll go first this week. What's what? your ish, Jay? So my ish this week, if y'all didn't listen to last week, I had a beer, but I'm not doing beer this week. Mm -hmm. My ish this week, I'm a little behind, is the Netflix show Black Mirror. This show I haven't seen it. is amazing. And if you like shows like X-Files or Fringe, they'll just... I just got so excited. I'm literally on a marathon for X-Files right now. Then uh, Black Mirror is very similar. It's a very type of show that messes with your mind. About, okay. But they use technology, modern-day technology, for things that could possibly be happening in the near future. Mm. But And then what I hate about it, though, is the seasons are super short. Like, how short? I'm talking like three or four episodes. Goodbye. Really? That's just like, yeah. how do you even call that a That's season? like a teaser, bro. That's not even yeah. a teaser. That is a, so that is a person who doesn't give out but, like, touches your junk anyway. <laughs> right. Like, so, that's a tease. Yeah, it's a tease. But so when I, when I uh, actually clicked on it, everyone, everyone on social media had been talking about Black Mirror, about how good it is. 
And I'm waiting to get to this one episode called Black Museum. Apparently, this, that's the best episode ever. But I think that's in season four. But everyone was talking about it. So I had to finish my other show. I'm a big Netflix junkie. Um, and so when I went to it, it had four seasons. I was like, damn, these are some... I need a Netflix bay for this because <laughs> it's a lot of episodes. I mean, a lot of seasons. But my fifth one is three or four episodes. So my ish right now is Black Mirror. Black Mirror. If you want it, go check it out. All right? Tony, what's your ish? Man, right now my ish is alkaline water, man. I'm getting back on my health thing, so I've been back on my alkaline water. Uh, I'm, I used to always follow Dr. CB, uh, Sabai, however you want to say it. And, and one of the things he's always say was, uh, you know, if you alkaline your body, you would never catch diseases. So I am back on my alkaline water because I do not even drink enough water. But I know I don't. I don't drink enough water at all. I need to get on it too. So how many? How many gallons? Of, I mean, how much water are you drinking a day? I probably drink two of these liter things uh, a day, which I'm trying to do, which is hard for so me. So two liters, a day. which is hard for me to do. So I try to drink this stuff because. But you drink that alcohol real fast, though. Tony. Well, not a problem. <laughs> not a problem. Without but... one little so second, I... honey, thirty minutes, he done with his drink, and it's straight. It's not straight. straight it is straight. It's straight liqueur. Which straight liqueur. Sugar and syrup in it. It is Disarono <laughs> on the rocks. No chaser. No mix. I'm down with that. We're gonna do a water challenge because I need to drink more water. I do. Need, I'm down for the water sugar, challenge. Man, so. Alkaline your body, and uh, if you don't know, Dr. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. How much does it cost? Them? You know, regular water like four bucks. So this alkaline water is probably like fifteen. No, this right here is um, this this bottle is probably less than two dollars. Oh, I'm down with yeah. that. Less than two dollars, or you can go to the um, alkaline lady. We call them. All right, I'm balling on the budget, <laughs> so I you know I got to check first. So my current thing, my current ish, y'all. Is it food? Mm, let's see what it is this week. It's Avocado. intermittent fasting. This is not fun. I'm sorry, guys. What's the guy, the, the, the that black guy, the black actor who does intermittent fasting? Like he won't eat until like Terry Crews. Terry Crews. Terry Crews. Yeah. Terry Crews. So it's sixteen eight. So you fast for sixteen hours. You only eat within an eight hour window. So hmm. I eat from two to ten. It's late. I know. I love it. I actually like the first three days were very difficult mm-hmm. because it's one o'clock or twelve o'clock, and I'm freaking starving and I'm hangry and I want to kill every single person who even looks at me sideways and those who even give That's me not a, normal. a cute no. I mean no, no it's not <laughs> get out of my face Jay <laughs> but it once you get past like the fourth day it just becomes normal and way. so I've been eating between two and ten and I've been working out. I've been doing everything I need to do. I don't feel like I'm deficient on energy. I don't feel any kind of bad way. But I have lost four pounds. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Thank you. In a week. Wow. Well, I know what so, I'm going to start. I'm going to start doing it. My issue is I have to – Uh, my issue. But my problem is um, I will have to set it up. I have to eat in the morning. I have to eat in the morning. Not I'm gonna oh, I can't. pass out on people. I don't do, like. I don't. I don't wake up and I'm hungry. I have to eat. And the like thing about minutes. this is, I've lost four pounds. Okay, so that's awesome. But I don't really care about pounds. Mm. I've gained three percent in muscle. That's oh, what so this, I guess, is my second ish. Is if you don't have one, but you are serious about your weight loss, you're serious about your health, you're serious about building muscle, I would get a a scale 
that provides you with not just your weight, but or your BMI because BMI is stupid and you can predict that. Just insurance, so right? It's so stupid, but gets you a scale that can tell you your muscle mass percentage, your body fat percentage, your age. First of all, the age is real. <laughs> Freaking disrespectful yeah. is real disrespectful. I actually have it. I'm gonna make it you both do more it. I, I was just gonna ask when you it gets very, like It's really it. inappropriate. But a scale, <laughs> I mean, it's a little bit pricier. So I paid a hundred dollars for my scale, mm. but it tells you your visceral wait, fat. Wait, 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 hold on. You paid how much for your scale? I paid a hundred dollars. You went to Brookstone? I did not go to Brookstone. Mm. I went to Amazon Prime. Mm. Thank you very and much. And it still was $100? It Ooh. still was $100. They're no, a little Amazon. pricier. <laughs> I am not bougie. You I'm can sorry. kiss my ass. Yeah, look at like But elephants I For me, <laughs> health is really important. And so I don't want to lose weight. And really, I'm just losing muscle yeah. because that's not being healthy. Right, so I rather weigh more and have more muscle mass and have lower body fat yeah, than the alternative. Cool. The thing you need to focus on, ladies and gentlemen, is not the is not your weight; it's your muscle and your body fat. Right. And yeah. so I wanted something that could tell me within reason what my body fat and what my muscle mass was. Mm. And so Omicron, I don't know if I'm saying that right, Omicron. Um, they're on. Apple, not Apple, they're on Amazon. You can buy it. I think I actually just saw one of them on discounts for $75. So if you don't want to go the full 100, there you go. But if you are, it's a new year, new you. It's true. If you're focused on really being a healthier you, a happier you, a sexier you, hey, man, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. I'm ready to take my shirt off again. Amen. I can't do it right now. So those are my two things. Well, those are two good things to have. I want to try this scale. I haven't weighed myself since like last. I'm gonna force you to do it. No, honestly, I don't weigh myself really quickly. I want you to do the muscle mass body. I'm a very, I'm a very muscular guy. Like I put on muscle mass really, really easy, and so I had to get away from weighing myself because the scale really, the scale really moves, really moves. Bodybuilders are considered obese. Yeah, I get. I had to. I had to give up meat. Uh, force not forcefully, but I had a procedure done in my mouth, so I could not eat a lot. So I was not eating uh eating meat. What was that? Procedure? And I lost. <laughs> what she was your mouth, Tony? I had you don't some, got a lot of meat. I had an extraction. I had two extractions pulled, mm-hmm. so I could not eat. He wasn't taking anything and, out. He just put some in his oh. mouth. But I, I have not. I got on a scale one day, like a month later, and I was eleven pounds lighter, and I felt it. I felt it. That's amazing. It felt real good. And I just, I don't need to get back on that, but no meat. So I can't do that, but that's Yes, good. I love my meats. All right. So now we're shifting to um, our mind, body, and soul hey. segment. So we have our opinions. They're never harmful, but we want to give you something that you can go home with and feel good about. So mind, body, and soul are the three things you should always keep it aligned so that you can be happy. I'm going to go ahead and throw that over to Jay for the mind. Okay. So, for those of you who do not know, I, in my spare time, I do a little bit of a spiritual coaching, life coaching. I'm all about helping people become better versions so of themselves. So, positive. I am the positive He's like guru. a beacon of positivity. Spiritual guru. If you go to my Instagram, you'll see all my quotes and all so that happy. stuff. So happy. 
And so... And it's real, y'all. One of the things that I'm really passionate about is helping people become better daters, right? Mm. And so... Um, I'm a terrible dater. I think most people are terrible daters. I stopped dating. Well, you well, booed up. Now I booed up. Yeah, you booed up. And so... Um, the, I'm gonna give you guys 16 tips really quickly. 16. 16. I'm gonna read them quick. Wow. All right. That will help you become better daters. Jesus. Right, I mean, down. 16. It, it doesn't mean that it's gonna make you find your boo. Obviously, I haven't found my boo, but it makes you a happier dater because you're you're being authentic to yourself. All, All right? right. Here we go. So here we go. Be honest. Number one, be honest about your intention. A. Check. Man. Check. Check. Two. Show genuine interest interest in one another. Mm. Three, be available if they are available, right? Don't play games. Four, stand out from the crowd. What's going to separate you from the other people that they all definitely don't do that? Five, be yourself, be authentic. You have to love yourself at the end of the day. Always do that. Always. Don't bring a representative to the date. Six, pay attention to the red flags. Yes, They're sir. always there. That is true. I pay way too much attention to the red flags. Okay, don't overthink the red flags. <laughs> I'm like, this nigga. <laughs> I just say it. I'm in the group. I'm in the group. We talked about this earlier. Seven, clearly communicate. I think that's the biggest one. People don't communicate. Everyone's texting these days, so it's hard to interpret what's being said and what's been going yes. on. So okay. clearly context, communicate. Right. Eight, be appreciative. Appreciate what the people are doing. If someone is taking you out, spending that hard-earned money, Amen. Say thank you. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. No one wants to be with anyone who's not being appreciated. Yeah. Right? If your woman is cooking you meals, if she's going out of her way for you, if she's helping you pick up stuff, make life easier for yes. you, niggas, be appreciative. Fel- oh, I'll leave that alone. I was nine. Take a chance. Learn to take a chance. If the person has seen all your flaws mm. and you've been honest with them, take a chance on them. I'm no one is perfect. Right. Take a chance. Sometimes you gotta leap. Love is not, train. Yeah, love does not come knocking right. on the door. You gotta Light take a chance. Train. Ten. Know your worth. Mm. Know your worth. I feel like I'm too worthy. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I feel like I'm too good, y'all. Bye. Okay, maybe lower your worth a little no. bit. No, buy your range. Always yeah. know your worth. <laughs> know your worth. Don't set up for anything less than you, than you deserve. This one's big. Halt expectations. The halt killer expectations. Because so many people place expectations on the first, second, third date. Yes. On somebody that they don't even know. Right. Don't put any expectation on them to you decide that y'all going to be exclusive. 12, be strong enough to walk away, right? 13. That is my hard problem. Yep, be strong enough to walk away. Once I get invested, I'm invested. 13, stop picking people apart. 14, learn to reciprocate. 15, stop playing games. And 16, ask questions. Mm. Ask questions. Those are my tips. Do those those tips. Those are amazing. You'll be a better dater and a happier dater. So with our mind, body, and soul, we have to go straight to our heart man, Mr. Tony. Man, my heart uh, is from a quote from Maya Angelou. And one of the things, I like reading her quotes sometimes. And one I read um, probably about three weeks ago, but it always stuck out to me. And I always take, it might mean something else to you, but uh, her quote stated, if you don't like something, change it. If you can't change it, change your attitude. Mm. And I instantly thought about my job. I cannot stand my job. No. I cannot stand the people being there. It's not a good place to Uh, be. So one day I made it my business to like try to go to work happy. 
Try to be friendly with um, some some of these folks, and uh, it changes the the morale just by. I went by a, a guy that, that me and him we know we can't stand each other, mm-hmm. and I went by and I just patted him on the back and said good morning, kept walking. That changed our whole relationship, mm-hmm. and it and I did that with several others, and just now there's like there's a better morale in, in, in the company now, and it's just a big thing. So that's one of the things that I took from my my Angelo's uh, quote. So if you didn't hear it again, it's if you don't like something, change it. If you can't change it, change your attitude. I love Kill that. them with kindness. I freaking love that, Tony. My thing is, um, so we're going to go head over to Soul. Because my soul. body soul. And I don't know if you got your life, but I got my life. With Oprah Winfrey's speech oh, yeah. at the Golden Globes. Yes. Which resulted in being all about her and her going about 2020. Focus on what she's saying. She's not talking about her. She's talking about us. She's talking Children. about the people. She's talking about the people who are who don't have a voice, who are not spoken for. So don't, I mean, I love you. I would love Oprah to run, quite frankly. But I really don't, I would not vote for her. I would vote for her if she was on the Michelle Obama ticket, though, because I will vote for Michelle Obama 100%. I will, I will vote for that. But either way, like, what I want you to take from that is she was really talking about the people who can't speak for themselves, the invisible people, the people who are um, who are made mute, you know? And it's such a sad thing to be made mute. And I think at, at one point, everyone, even if it's big or small, has had a moment in time where you felt so terrible that you don't even, you can't even say anything. You don't mm-hmm. say anything. Absolutely. And I think her big, you know, theme for that or her big taking from that was let's let's encourage those people to speak mm-hmm. out. Let's encourage those people. Let's edify those people. So we all have people in our life who are struggling. We all have people in our life who are going through some things. I want you to take yourself out of it. I was on a group um, and they were talking about this uh, marriage and this woman who was giving her friend counseling, who is single, she was giving her married friend counseling. Her married friend said she was getting ready to be divorced. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I don't believe the single person says, I don't believe in divorce. And so I told her she just needed to figure, figure it out. It's better to be in that situation than that. That is so much of her yeah. giving to this woman. Like, take yourself out of it. In relationships, in your friendships, when you're giving advice, take yourself out. Take your ideals out. Try to be as subjective as possible. Try to give them advice that will really help them, right? Mm -hmm. So if this woman is saying, I need a divorce because I am unhappy, because Mm -hmm. this is not working, because this is so bad. You don't know how bad this is, right? Your response as a friend should never be, Hey, stay in it. Stay in it. You, I don't believe in divorce, so you need yeah. to stay in it. Right. It needs to be like I understand. We gotta learn how to be more empathetic. Child, that is what needs. That to be is the, the the feeling of the freaking week. Be empathetic. Be compassionate. Take yourself out of it. You don't. The friend, she's saying she needs a divorce. She's saying she doesn't feel right. You don't need to say one thing or the other. All you need to say is, I am here for you. Right. Because she's opening up to you. She's trusting you yes. with her hurt, her pain, her, her pain. struggle. Exactly. And you're going to tell her to stay so, in it? And I mean, we all feel guilty of this. We all do this. Where somebody comes to us with a problem, with a, 
thing that they're working through and we feel like we need to give them a solution. We feel like we need to give them our own, you know, answer. Mm-hmm. And as a friend, I challenge you just the way, the same way that you know, Oprah did where she was talking about just being in it, experiencing it, appreciating it and, and repping for those people who are not spoken for is as a friend, don't sow all of you into it. Mm-hmm. Let your friend let your people feel the way they feel justified and just support them. So be like Oprah, y'all. Support the people who are being marginalized. Support your friends who are feeling some type of way. It doesn't mean you're co-signing their behavior. But as friends, you're 100, like, I feel like your number one thing that you are entitled or you're supposed to do as a friend is support. I agree. Lifelong. Yes. Love All it. right. So on that... That it? That is it, y'all. Time to go. We had advice, but we didn't get anybody uh, to submit to our advice thing yet. But granted, this is our second. We knew. We we will get people. We to brand submit. new. We got one, but I don't really want to talk about it. So what was it? Really quick. It was quick. it was talking about a guy who wants to be in a relationship, but doesn't want to be called a relationship. So he wants to go and like be booed up, but he doesn't want necessarily the title. Or the expectation. Sounds like you want control. But he wants monogamy still. Wait, he wants monogamy? That's the part that tripped me up. I thought, first I thought, I thought it was a friends with benefits situation. You're right. So you're right. He wants, he wants control. control. He wants control. So he wants control of the situation. He still wants to be with this person and have that person exclusively. But he doesn't want to commit to a relationship with right. them. He just wants to do his own thing. He's and playing a field still. Yeah. And so to me, I just feel like that's selfish right. and self-centered. That's exactly. And I don't want yeah. to it. I also feel like, I mean, if you're at the point where we're a monogamous, we are in a relationship. Hello. Yeah, the only thing missing is the title. Yeah. yeah like, no. Uh, it sounds like a person who may be a little hurt from his last relationship, doesn't want to commit, like you said. But truth of the matter is, there are plenty of people out there, women in, too, who are okay with this friends with benefits kind of thing. It's kind of basically what he's saying. Like, I wanted to have all the perks of sleeping with you and hanging out with you, but I also want no responsibility to you. Situationships are real things. Situationships are real things. They're like the false relationship. Like, we have made no promises to each other, but we expect each other to be monogamous to each other, and we are with each other without a title, right? Mm. So we're loving each other. We're hanging out with each other when it's convenient. We're spending all this time with each other, but we don't necessarily want that commitment of a relationship. Don't so do it. Would he have the right to check her if she decides to talk to, they say, Jay? Absolutely well, not. Right. He was saying he that. Would he would do that, though. Well, that's what he would do. Yeah. But he was saying that the thing, the setup would be that they would be monogamous. Mm. I was like, so you just want a relationship where a woman can't tell you. Apparently, he like plays video games a lot, which I'm fine with. Yeah, like, but some women. I feel the show, no, nigga. Yeah, <laughs> some women are not okay with the video game life. But I play The Sims. Don't judge me. So I get it. So I get it. And I guess that in the past has been a problem for him and his relationships. But he, so he wants, he wants a relationship without any of the negative. negative Yeah, it just comes down to finding the right person who, all that sounds good. And, you know, when you hurt, it doesn't matter if you're the perfect person. Yes. You're going to find a reason not to be with that person. So he's probably in a space where he's not very happy with the the relationship title. Yeah. So he just needs to be honest. And that's fine. He's just, he's got to be honest with the person that he goes on a date with about that and let them decide yeah, exactly. whether or not exactly. they just want to be upfront about it. And let them decide. Did he mention that? 
let them decide. So I've had places where I've I've gone on a, I went on a date recently. And what? Yes. Cheating on this. I yeah, do. Yeah. Cheating on y'all. Cheating Shut on up. Y'all are both <laughs> taken slow key. Yes. Um, I went on a date. You're semi taken because you said you're dating one person at a time. I don't have no person yet, though. And so I went on a date with this guy, and he told me name? that uh-huh. he would not be. He doesn't believe in monogamy. So he believes in a committed relationship. Mm. He's happy to have his girl. But from time to time, he wants to go out and, and, do his own thing. and do his own thing. He doesn't believe like monogamy is a real thing. He's like, most men do not do monogamy. They just cheat on their girls and they lie to them. He's like, if you're my love, if you're the person I want. I don't want to cheat on you. I don't want to keep secrets from you. And like, he's trying to sell me on this guys, right? So we're on this day and he's like, listen, I'm about it. I'm liking it. I want it. Like whatever the case is. But just so you know, this is what I believe. I don't believe in monogamy. So we can talk about the amount of times or, or the, we can put rules around me going out, right? But I'm going to go out. Yes. Yeah. Was he, he okay with his girl doing the same thing? Yes, he yes. was actually. No, I'm kind of like right there. On the fence. Like, yeah. He was saying that. He was saying like, listen, this does not apply just to me. He was like, you know, if we want to do a yearly pass or like you get like two, three times a year that you can go out and have fun. And we both put rules around it. Yeah. I don't think I don't expect that they only apply to me. They apply to you too. Yeah. Right. So he was like. You know, I, I really don't like one rule that's gonna that's should get away. That's interesting. I don't, he was fine too, so I was thinking about it, but I can't, I can't, because I'm real selfish. If I lick it, it's on, it's mine. So, <laughs> so I was just like, no, can't do it. But it, I was thinking, I was like, you know what I love about him? I love the fact that he was so honest. Honestly, the draw. I love that he was, and if I was more, that is honesty. Like, open to that, or if I was more, I guess, I get, like, I get, I find, I get the person that I want, and I'm dating them, and that's all I want. I think I can yeah. respect that. Like, I literally don't want That's brought to the table first. But yeah, yeah I, I respected him. Exactly. Like, I had I a I date, and like, I was just like, you know what, I can't agree to these terms, these terms and conditions, I'm going to have to say no. But I freaking right. respect the shit out of you. Yeah. Because you could, he you could just get in a relationship with a woman and then be cheating on them, and not, they never know. Because he's a smart man, so he could probably cheat and no one would ever know, mm-hmm. right? But he was like, I just want to live a life right. where I am honest and I'm true and I'm upfront and I don't want to lie. Like, you know, everybody talks about loyalty, you got to be loyal. He's like, I don't want to be disloyal to the person who I'm living my life with, Yeah. you know? And so I 100% respect, 100% respect them. What to get back to the original thing was if somebody says that's not for them, you need to respect it. Yeah, you need to let them go. You give you have given them the option, and they have decided that they do not choose that, they don't want that. So let them leave, let them let let them them choose. And so, if you're in a situation where you've given someone an option and they have chosen wrong according to you, let them go. Because they have told you that this is not right for them, for their lifestyles. I've had men who hold on to me, even though we don't agree on relationships. We don't agree on the way things are supposed to go. And they literally won't let me go. And I just think it's 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 <laughs> negative and it's selfish. So don't be that person. 
Don't be selfish. Don't be selfish. Yeah. All right. I think that? that's it. Does anybody else have anything else for the order? Any exciting yeah. events? Anything coming up? I know we have Saul's Juke Joint coming up on the 18th. 19th. Or? On the 19th, so Friday. Um, I have a special guest, too. Oh, who's your special guest? J and L are my hosts. So we will be hosting J and I will be hosting Saul's Juke Joint. It's at H and C um in Ebor on the nineteenth. It starts at seven or seven thirty. Doors open at seven and start at seven. Doors open at seven, starts at seven thirty. Come through like tony is not just the standard he has gotten awards for his plays he's amazing y'all so definitely support if you're in the tampa area if you're in the or central florida south well not central florida area definitely come through and support yes correct yes i don't have anything i'm good i don't have anything else night night all right guys thank you so much this is all tea we mean no shade no shade (laughs) We are just giving you our opinions, but we mean no harm. Uh, if you enjoy us, if you like us, add us on Instagram. We are All Tea No Shade Podcast, and we will continue every week to give you the stuff. If you do not have, or you have an advice, or you want something that you need some kind of guidance on, definitely hit us up on Instagram to let us know, and we can talk about it next week. All right, thank you guys. Have a great day. See you. Bye.